taking everything of my being not to say so with that because that has been my intro now for 156 episodes so today i have to say fuck yes welcome to after the hype with me your host is always brian dressel with me as always is chewy darso hi ryan james Yahoo! jonathan hardesty can't be here today because he got into a fight with his cats and lost sorry john there are cats Oof. now yeah there are cats now they love us more <laughs> uh and then today's special guest joining us from also los angeles sir. is marcus gavon yes sir i'm gavon. saying that correct because i still got my gavan on the east coast right? yeah gavon. my gavan. gut instinct was to say <laughs> given again Give. Mm. That's just totally not right. Were there gibbons in this movie? Gibbons? gibbons. I said given. I know, but it made the me monkey. think gibbons. Yeah, no, I thought there I mean, might have been. Wieners. There's a lot of different animals in this. Okay. Uh, so, Marcus, you want to say where people can find you online, what you do, who you are? Guys, I tell jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell Marcus us one right now, funny right? man. Right, yeah, right. Okay. You think you're so funny? You're all set right now. <laughs> just go. Uh, uh, I'm on the internet, uh, gibbums. I was talking about Gibbums. Uh, Gibbums is G I B B U M S on Twitter, IG, and that's that's pretty much it. That's like I'm not, I don't make it too too crazy. There's no website. It's just like me posting pictures of my dog. And shit. <laughs> right on, right on. Everyone Any shows? Loves pictures of your dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a cute dog. Uh, I have a couple shows coming up at the Ice House. Uh, at the Comedy Store. Uh, if you're in the LA area, so if you want to, you know, come watch me talk about shit. And just this episode comes out next Thursday. Next what's Thursday, the next? Ep- what's the next show people could see you at? Freaking! I think I'm. I'm somewhere in Long Beach. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> this is how my career has gone so far. Somewhere right. in Long Beach. I know, like, Be the, there. The, this is how my, all my weekends end. I'm somewhere in Long Beach. Right. How did this get I, I just like the idea of having people walk around Long Beach going, Marcus! <laughs> There's a Marcus show around here? My word, too. Like, I was on the corner like, come on, follow me. <laughs> Let's do it. He's playing at the CVS. You know, wait, wherever you can get a crowd. That's all it takes. true. It's got to hustle, right? <laughs> uh, all right, so you can find us on uh, Facebook at After the Hype. You can find us on Twitter at ATH underscore podcast. Everywhere else on the internet at just ATH podcast. And if you would like to be cool and get in touch, us, touch with us directly, you can get us on Gmail at ATH podcast at gmail.com. All right, so we're going to get started with a where have you been doing. Uh, Marcus, do you want to go first? What have you been up to lately? Uh, not, I mean, uh, telling jokes, uh, hanging seen, out, trying to stay out of trouble. Seen um, any good movies? Any good TV shows? Jungle Book, I thought was interesting. Uh, TV, the music-wise, you guys like Frank Ocean? Do you guys are? Yeah. I like what he did. He put out a new album not too long ago. It's pretty interesting. Called I think it was Blonde. It's all colors with him. Like the last one's like he's Channel the, Orange. Like, he's the one that did the sneaky thing, right? Where he released an album with Universal and then immediately released one on Apple. Was that? Is that, was that how him? he did it? Like, I was reading an article about an artist that like totally did a weird contract loophole and made a lot of money out of it and it's going to get sued i, th- I th- oh, always wow. assume prince when i hear like about contract yeah, loophole, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> i'm like oh prince just came back and might have been. And i think you're right because he, he delayed the the release of it for quite some time it might have been frank uh, yeah but yeah, yeah, actually that happens all the time like oh we're gonna finish out our contract by releasing three live albums and a collection yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did something like that too i think maybe it was I don't and then say they saved their next recorded album for until they're out of their contract mm-hmm Smart. Yeah, smart. smarter. Good. They do absolutely. Good it's required them. these days. Yep. Yeah, Frank Ocean's album is the straw that broke Universal's music's back and may get him sued. Oh shit! <laughs> wow, really? that's great. So I go with you. I mean, right? figuring right? it out. It was still good music. Yeah, it was good. It was a good album. Good album. No, yeah. I, I support people for doing that sort of stuff because it's funny. Yeah. Well, fuck <laughs> you to the man. Yeah. <laughs> How about you guys? How about you guys? Any? Uh, I have been. Um, 
I went and saw a movie yesterday with Ryan. But oh, a, yeah, it was a movie. Uh, I was going to say the game I'm playing lately, but it's way more interesting to talk about the movie. The movie that we saw yesterday was The Blair Witch. Um, if you were around in the 90s and you saw The Blair Witch Project, I'm sure you have some interest in seeing The Blair Witch, which is just basically The Blair Witch Project with a budget, and they hired actual actors this time as opposed to non-actors. But it turns out that putting actors in a budget kind of ruined what made the Blair Witch Project work so well. Yep. Uh, it's not a bad movie. It is not a good movie either, though. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say. It was just like, uh, it was It was there. It happened. I don't know. I laughed at some parts that were not supposed to be funny. You laughed at the whole movie. You were giggling from like the first frame to the last. <laughs> well, all right. As, as somebody who works in the film industry on a technical level, I just could not stop cracking up at the technical blunders they were making like in the story of this movie. Like She's got a shotgun microphone, and she's holding it up to her mouth like it's a, one of these microphones we're talking into here without a windscreen it would be terribly distorted my, my favorite thing about it was about eh, a third of the way through the movie they well right in the beginning of the movie they mentioned the girl is doing a documentary and about yeah. a third of the way through the movie i hear ryan next to me very loudly go she's gonna fail her dot class <laughs> <laughs> yeah every time they cut to the camera that was supposed to be her point of view it's like completely out of focus and not framed on anyone and mostly looking at the ground and it's a dslr she doesn't have a tripod like those things yep, don't stabilize nope, they, very they, well they don't record audio well, like can we have a shot of her wiring up everybody so we understand where the sound is coming from i didn't see this movie from? because i figured it'd be bad but ripping on the girl that's doing a life and death situation about her focus pulling i like her priorities were not there this was long before the life or death situation yeah, by the time just, the movie got scary they threw away the concept that it is a found footage movie and just well, not Entirely. They, they wear yeah. these little, like, uh, everyone wears, like, a body cam, essentially, right. and then it starts getting cut together with that. And Which I don't actually, I think, I, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. I just didn't buy the body cam because they're just Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. Bluetooth <laughs> headsets that yeah. they wore in their ears. And then I don't was understand. It an advertisement for the new Apple product? No, not at all. No. There was no product placement. No. I guess to their credit, no product placement yeah. in this movie. No, it's but, not, uh, like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's just not a good one either. So it is a great one to catch when it's streaming on Netflix. Okay. They, they really yeah, okay. forced all of the technical glitches that were happening from those cameras and not in a way that those cameras would would do that it's like they they would do like wireless hang-ups in cameras that were not being sent wirelessly and i don't know it's just bad yeah <laughs> there's just there's a lot of really really odd forced decisions. yeah and then i mean the ending goes weird and like weirder than i thought it would i don't want to spoil anything because that's not what i'm here to do the movie just came out this weekend yeah. uh but it is uh they do some weird choices at the end which i was kind yeah. of i was kind of on board with i thought like okay this can be kind of cool i can see what they're doing here and then they just kind of stop uh, so to its credit and hopefully this isn't too much of a spoiler but the the biggest problem i had with the first player which is that it nothing happens you just see some dude standing in the corner at the end and this movie actually something happened and yeah. you get to like see what the terror is. I and thought it, that was supposed to be the good thing about the original Blair Witch, that it ended the same way that no, the folktales ended. It, it's that nothing right. happened until like the last two minutes. And uh, this one, they, they really try to fix that by having everything happen right. after the first like 20 minutes. Right. It's not just a pile of rocks that could have been left by hikers that they find this time. Oh. Yeah. But it's not, like, like I said, not a bad movie, just not really a great one either. Yeah, I'm fine with not seeing it. I'm fine yeah, that I was okay. at work. If you have interest in it, it will not be dampened by seeing it at home. You, like you do not need to rush for sure. to see it. It'll be fine at home, just like it, like the original Blair Witch was fine. Mm-hmm. But if you have not seen a trailer and you do have interest in it, do not watch the trailer. I watched it afterwards, and holy oh, shit, really? did they show everything. I didn't see a trailer, so that was Wait, good. They show the. Uh, I'm not going to say too much, but they show the the stick breaking scene. Uh huh. I'm like, wow, that was a really awesome scene in the movie that I would have been very disappointed if I'd seen in the trailer. Yeah, that was like the first real good moment in the movie. Yeah. 
like at an hour and 10 minutes in so there was one at least oh there's a couple oh there's a good there's a really good visual or i'm sorry a makeup effect shot in this movie like the first movie you don't really see any blood or gore or guts or anything there's some good stuff in this one yeah uh chewy what about you what have you been doing uh well uh since we had my birthday party that was magnum pi themed Mm -hmm. it went rather well uh i stopped watching magnum pi and i started watching supergirl yeah because i've never watched it and it's on netflix now and it's surprisingly good um it's not it's surprisingly it's not, not fantastic bad. <laughs> uh it's got a lot of problems with the fact that it was on cbs instead of cw so uh they fixed that they're going to cw now yeah yay canada um oh canada mm. cw's canadian pretty much all their shows they, they are shot in Can- canada yeah. <laughs> toronto uh, well, i believe that's true of uh a lot of tv that's just tv and i think they're doing a really good job with the character of supergirl to keep her adolescent uh while making her empowered at the same time i at first i was getting a little annoyed at their like but i'm a girl like jabs <laughs> yeah uh and now that a couple episodes in it's getting more like realistic about when they are presented with situations and they're the, they'll still be like is it because i'm a girl it's very like on the head mm-hmm. continually but they've gotten better at the on the headness of it um so the show gets better the more it goes yeah it's, they, they really they're, iron they're out the getting kicks. into mm-hmm. a groove calista flockhart's character is all over the place i feel like she's hamming it up more than the rest of them are she's uh, the boss at, she's uh, she's such a kara's day job yeah she's the the, the boss of her and she <laughs> runs the, the, the she's like the lawrence fishburne of this sh- this uh <laughs> show uh and she's constantly referencing uh, Metropolis and the Daily yeah. Planet. Uh, <laughs> she's so got a real. They, they like, have a real like a. It's kind of a nice parallel the way that it. Supergirl is like always looking to Superman and like kind of like living in his yeah. shadow. But she's trying not to. So yeah, yeah. But Calista Flockhart is, is like living, living in, the in the shadow of the Daily, Daily Planet. Planet. Yep. All these characters feel like almost like real. They're still a little heightened, but not mm-hmm. too much. But Calista Flockhart's character is so heightened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what about you? Where have you been doing? I want to give a shout out. We were talking about kind of like entrepreneurship and artistry um, a minute ago. I want to give a shout out to my friend who just launched a a podcast. Uh, It's called Merge Left. And this is the official description from their website. A podcast that explores the intersection of art and commerce through conversations with shapeshifters in art, music, entertainment, and advertising. So it's kind of like... It's called Merge Left because it's about uh, kind of the the flip you have to do between left brain and right brain when you are an artist. But in today's economy, you kind of have to also be your own entrepreneur to make anything of yourself. So she tries to get on guests who have been really successful in that, who are not only creative, but also like have started their own business or launched something that's making them money, too. So it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. That's awesome. It's really just conversational. That's cool. One on one. Yeah. Yeah. Merge, Merge left. left. Find Merge it on uh, iTunes. Uh, she's really making a push for uh, the new and noteworthy section, so she'd really appreciate it if you like, subscribe, comment on iTunes. Yeah, leave a review. It's always helpful. If you don't have uh, Apple, she's on um, uh, SoundCloud as well. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, speaking of other things that sounded good, let's talk about Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Sounded great. Jungle, jungle, jungle. Sounded yeah. like a great idea. Mm-hmm. That was way meaner than I intended it to be, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was your idea. It was. Uh, so, 
Uh, really quick. So this movie cost 175 million. So which means they spent 175 million for, for John Favreau. Wait, wait. We need to clarify. This is uh, 2016. Yeah, 2016's <laughs> the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. Should, yes, not the animated from 67. Yeah. Uh, it's the animated from 2016. They spent um, so much money to hang out in one room. Yeah, they spent 175 oh, million for John Favreau to hang around with a kid in his underwear in a in, warehouse in, in LA. one room. Uh, <laughs> they probably, honestly, they probably spent like 50 million on that, and then 75 for a bunch of sweaty nerds to hang out in the computer that's, lab and that's some. Basement, uh, and they did a good job. They did a great job. Uh, and then, oh yeah, the review for today is going to come not from Metacritic, but from our friends over at the front row, because I figured who better to do something about Disney than people who have now sectioned out an entire portion of their show to talk about Disney. Jungle Book is the latest offering in Disney's live-action film series. It does an amazing job of immersing the audience in a make-believe jungle described in Kipling's original work. John Favreau. John Favreau's direction brought a different, sometimes darker tale than the 1967 classic animated uh, that helped update the story to a modern audience. The voice talents of Murray, Johansson, Lupita Nyong, uh, and Kingsley helped provide the heart of the computer-generated world. Idris Elba's Shere Khan was simply incredible. I disagree there, Craig. Uh, while there are parts of the effects that uh, come across as clunky or undone, it's important to note that the entire world was generated on a soundstage. Generally, I greatly prefer live locations and real-life effects, but it's hard to argue with the Jungle Book's beauty. Neil Seaty does a good job as Mowgli. He is also solely based. Uh, he is also solely based on the cast list for this movie, the luckiest preteen on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am personally excited for these live-action Disney movies. We'll take it. Cinderella and the Jungle Book have both been a huge success. I'm hoping that someday we can completely remove the human element and a live-action, uh, the human element from a live-action movie, and revisit Pride Rock. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Uh, Craig McFarlane, host of Beyond the Mouse on Front Row Movie Reviews. Kind of long. Feel free to cut. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I just said it faster. All right. So we're going to do the breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. Marcus, breakdown. are you excited breakdown. for the breakdown? I said, so what, 30 seconds to, to break down the entire movie in, into half a minute? Yes. I'm super excited for that. It's <laughs> been like the only thing I've been preoccupied with in my mind for like Good. two days. All right. um, so here's the deal. Okay. Is, uh, if you don't succeed, I get to make fun of you. Um, if you do succeed, you get to make fun of me. Okay. So you're a comedian. That should be easy for you, right? Do you like to do crowd work? I like crowd work. Brian, you guys married? You guys married out yeah. there? Huh? <laughs> what do you do for a living? Where do you come airplane from? Food. <laughs> airplane food. <laughs> you recording? All right, Marcus, you ready? I'm ready. Go, 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 go. Right, there's a kid in the jungle. All right, Tiger doesn't like that. Tell everybody <laughs> when the rain comes, he's going to eat the kid. All right, so the rain comes, and they're like, oh, we can't stop this tiger. So the kid runs. He goes. Tiger still doesn't like that. He goes to the wolves <laughs> who had the kid. He's like, where's the kid? He's like, he's gone. He kills one of the wolves. All right, so the kid is going. Uh, tiger gets him. Uh, tiger kid gets away. Fucking uh, shit. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Kid runs into a good a good bear, bad snake, and even worse monkey. Uh, You're out of time. <laughs> There's no way. No. Oh man. Okay, so I'm going to say, as an insult to you, that breakdown was about as good as I expect Andy Circus's Jungle Book to be. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. It's kind of a compliment, honestly. It could be. <laughs> But I don't think it is. <laughs> it's, not. it's not. I failed miserably. You started out real Wasn't strong. Wasn't that miserable? It does, yeah, it's like, it wasn't that miserable. It could have yeah. been worse. It's just it's tough to do the Jungle Book when you don't mention Baloo until like the last two seconds. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> I mean, he came in like really late. I feel like in the movie, like, he did come in later than I thought he would. Yeah. Yeah. You had to get the Scarlett Johansson scene out as okay. fast as you could because you can't have a John Favreau movie anymore without Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> At least he didn't write in a scene to fuck her this time like he did during Chef. <laughs> okay, so now. Uh, with the help of editing, you will not have heard the flub earlier, but now we can talk about the hype and where we started with this thing. Uh, for me personally, before we can kind of go around and kind of say where we were, when this, when I heard this thing was coming out, the way that I heard about it was from, I believe, Comic-Con, I want to say, where the trailer came out and everyone said, this is the most impressive trailer I've seen since Avatar. <laughs> and I finally watched the trailer and I went, eh. I mean, I guess... It the, looks cool. Did Avatar have an impressive trailer? Avatar had a very impressive trailer because it's the first time we saw like the full CGI world with like people living and doing things in it, and it's like, holy shit, that's amazing. And this kind of looks the same. I remember <laughs> just thinking, wait, why are they making a Jungle Book movie? It just felt like an odd franchise to pull back. Of all the things, yeah. Why Jungle Book? I mean, yeah, because like Snow White made sense. Um, granted, they did it wrong both times. Um, sorry, Tarzan. I love Tarzan, but that movie was weird. I haven't really been on board with the live-action Disney remake, so this mm-hmm. one was just kind of another one for me to not see, mm-hmm. and then I didn't until we decided to do the podcast on it. Did anybody here see it in theaters? Nope. Uh, I watched it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you guys told me you had to watch it. I was oh like, my oh, goodness! Fuck, I rented it. Impressive. Yeah, I think for, I'm not sure how how the ultimate the epic movie CGI with visual experience on a phone. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm <laughs> like, remembering like, that YouTube video of David Lynch going, It's <laughs> <laughs> like the movie, and there's like porn in the background. So I was going back and yeah, forth. Of course, between, yeah. Like, oh, all right, Jungle Book. Oh, you need to upgrade your Android so you can get two screens side by side. Porn and Jungle the, Book. The weirdest viewing experience. <laughs> Little boy alone in the jungle and porn. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever works. If it gets you to watch the whole movie, then more power to you. Um. But yeah, like it was one of those things where like everyone had told me that A, they're doing it and that's good news, which I thought was weird. Uh, and then B, that they came out and that it was good. And I was like, I still don't want to see it. Yeah. I, st- I had the same reaction. Yeah. Like, and then it makes almost a billion dollars and I still kind of went, eh, I don't need to see it. Well, I to be fair, I still haven't seen Avatar. So I, I'm of that camp. Like I'm, I'm like... Which made almost $3 billion. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's, highest grossing movie of all time. But I'm yeah. like, just because you can make a computer-generated world and put real people in it doesn't mean you should. It's like falls under that category for me. Yeah, and the thing is is that... Like, did they even have fake plants on this on the green screen set? They did. They're yeah. in the, one of the special features that showed him running through a like a little thing of uh, weeds and grass, and it was only like, what, three feet yeah, by ten feet? So yeah. what color was the green screen? Blue. 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 Yeah. <laughs> To, to illustrate his frustration, he just threw a leaf in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's not that I have like a problem with doing the whole CGI world or really anything with it, because I think ultimately, if the ends justify the means, then whatever. And I think the movie turned out decent. It was pretty. Yeah. And I, it, for sure. It, the problem with doing this and the difference between John Favreau and Disney versus James Cameron and Avatar is James Cameron and Avatar, they went, okay, it's 2007, this movie's coming out. And Cameron went, no, it's not. I'm not done yet. <laughs> like, okay, so 2008, it's coming out, right? And he's like, yeah, sure is. 2008 comes out. No, it's not done yet. Sorry, not coming out. And then 2009, it comes out and you don't have a single false moment. It all, like the, the special effects from frame one to the last frame of the movie are solid the whole way through. Yeah. This one, they said, this is the day it's coming out. And Favreau went, oh, I need a little bit more time. Uh, fuck you, it's coming out that day. Well, yeah. that's so you have moments of false effects that take you out of the movie. That's one of my biggest problems with Disney is they're a slave to their release dates. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, seemingly. Make, I make mean, sure I don't you. Know. There's plenty. Like there's plenty of moments in Civil War where you're like, I think you could have used a little more on that, guys. Why did just push it back a couple months? Maybe I don't know. But they pushed back Episode Eight almost a year. That is not for special effects. That was because they make more money at Disney at Christmas than they do in the summer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're a slave to their money. Yeah. Which I get. I mean, I totally understand it. Yeah. They're a corporation. They have to. I totally get it. It makes sense. But for me, watching this movie, and I'm not sure we can talk about it. Like, did did this affect you guys when you're watching it? Where every now and then it's like, wow, that is a real panther. And the next scene's like, wow, he is standing next to a cartoon. Being that we watched it on our television at home. I couldn't tell what was bad animation and what was our uh, streaming going a little low. Okay. So what about I you and your phone? I had no idea that the kid wasn't CGI until <laughs> <laughs> until the movie was. I mean, yeah. I got a zoo dude. Just all so I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, oh, that was an actual boy. And they're like, oh, it's kind of creepy. Like, why did <laughs> like it was like why would they just not make him like like everybody else in the movie? Like, yeah. But it's fair, you know. <laughs> Christopher Walker. I was like, there was a couple. Yeah, t- it, I had a couple times watching it where, most of the time when they did like close-ups on him, and then they still had CGI stuff all around him, that he looked particularly like cut out. Yeah, mm-hmm. there, there's like definitely they didn't those smooth some of the lines around his hair or something mm-hmm. to yeah. make him look like he was part of the environment. And then there's moments like him with uh, I'm forgetting the the mother wolf's name, but the moments like where he's like hugging her in the rain before he leaves fucking gorgeous looks mm-hmm. like a real wolf looks like his hand is in her fur mm-hmm. like flawless so it's annoying when you're watching a movie like this where you have that moment and then two seconds later he's walking with uh, bagheera in the woods it's like uh, so he's clearly just walking on a blue screen right mm-hmm. now well the, there's t- uh, just because they did use some real uh things on set like the grass mm-hmm. there's a good chance they might have brought in a real dog for that scene and actually had him hug it no I, I don't think so. Because there's no chance they had this little boy walking around with a giant-ass panther at any moment. No, I saw the puppets. It's a big cartoon head. I mean, it looks yeah. silly. But it, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I'm bitching about it, but I could never pull it off. Oh, no. Yeah, like, I, I, a lot of times I feel like he was like overacting. Like, I don't know why I was like so critical about this yeah. little kid. But I was like, oh, you know, that's, you're not that enthused. So you shout out this bear. And, you know, I don't know why. He, but it's like, he's, there's no bear there. Like, he's yeah. really just doing his best. The, like, the fact <laughs> that this little kid pulled, like, that's an amazing performance for a child to pull off with absolutely nothing to go off yeah. of. Like, yeah. that's insane. I didn't like that he had an American accent. I didn't bother. I don't know why. I just really wanted him to have anything other than an American accent while walking around in the middle of the woods. That did not bother me in the slightest. I don't know why. Well, what about the fact that he speaks English, or the fact that the fucking panther talks, or or the fact that these animals would not be in the same jungle anyway? I'm fully acknowledging that it's a silly thing. Who cares? Yeah, but it just. Yeah, like the the contrast between like Ben Kingsley's accent and then Scar- hearing Scarlett Johansson is just absurd. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you got it's a magical jungle with people. Brush it, over it's like Whatever. when I watch movies yeah. like The Last Samurai or really anything involving Tom Cruise in another foreign country, and he just can't not do an American accent. It's just like <laughs> the Last you Samurai, stick out he like played such an a, American, right? I know, but I, I can't remember <laughs> the other one, the Nazi one. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. And he just stands out like a sore thumb. It's mm-hmm. just, it's weird to me sometimes where an American accent will take me out of a movie. Bill Murray has an American accent. But he's blue. He always did, right? Yeah. But like the, he's I, supposed I, to be the cool I, bear with the like the California dude accent yeah, or something. But I, hey, bro, I'm I a bear. I just didn't care. Like the accents yeah. in this movie, they're all over the it's place, definitely, but it doesn't it matter. My, it's my hang-up. Yeah. <laughs> my hang-up was more on like, it's a cartoon now. Oh, it's real again. It's a cartoon now. But even that, like at the end of the day, like... It, it doesn't really matter as long as you're into the story and the characters. And mm-hmm. I think that's where the movie for the most part succeeds. 
because if you watch the original, it's kind of a snore. Like it's not my favorite Disney movie in the world. The music's okay. There's two good songs which yeah. this movie used. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah. The songs were good. I think. Yeah, I, 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 I love watching Baloo scratches back on the tree. That's right. Like my favorite yeah, moment. it's a fun movie to kind scenes. of turn on, but it's just ultimately kind of boring, and then it's over. Uh, whereas this movie, they did a good job making you actually care about characters. It's like you kind of. They gave Baloo a bit of an arc, and that was kind of cool. Where I didn't just... even remember that there were wolves in this story, honestly. <laughs> I don't remember that from the animated movie at all. Yeah, I, I barely did, too, <laughs> to be honest. I was just like, Blue, Orangutan, Panther, check. Snake. 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 I actually forget the snake a lot, too. I, I, oh, miss... I love the snake in the movie because of the, car- the colored eyes. Yeah. Mm, that's right. Yeah. I think the song was better in the first movie than this one. Oh, they the were snake, all yeah. better. Oh, yeah. They well, they could better. sing in the first one. Yeah. Well, not that Christopher Walken can't sing, but... Uh, no, <laughs> he's weird. He's Yeah, he sings like Christopher Walken sings. Yeah. The red Which flower. works. Yeah. <laughs> the was red that the only person that annoyed that? Just say fire. <laughs> yeah, aunt, you guys know what fire is at this yeah. point. You know, even animals. Yeah. For they didn't. They just said fire in the cartoon, right? I don't remember. I don't remember it. Red blossoms. Red, red flowers. Red flowers. I, I, I really don't remember. It, it reminded me of 10,000 BC where they referred to snow as the that great like, flower. That sounds like a really like conservative person talking about a period. To yeah, me. that's kind of that's where my head kept going. <laughs> Chewie's face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's her uh, red flower. Oh yeah. my God. That just makes so much more depth to this film. <laughs> about maybe he's not actually a little boy. They just don't know the difference because they just call him man cub. It could be a girl oh. and he, she's about to have her period. Like oh my god, and the, and the monkey wants it. What? Yeah, that's weird. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, let's bring in this podcast. Give me your red flower. It's too weird. I now. don't know how. This well, podcast, you're going to learn. This podcast is now about civil war. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about the Jungle Book anymore. Uh, I came up with a drinking game while watching this movie. You <laughs> drink every time they say "man cup." Oh, I thought you were going to say drink drink a bunch of beer and you might enjoy it more. Like if like when you just just call him Mowgli. No kidding. <laughs> Everyone no, knows his name. I got a fucking name. <laughs> man cub, man cub, man yeah, cub, say, man cub. My God, that scene with uh, the first time he's cutting down the, the honey Where the, comb. Where the little buddies come in. Uh, like, oh, yeah. you got another one. You'll, you'll die at the end of that scene. Man cub, man cub. He's a man cub. <laughs> I do like the little critters. They were kind of my favorite part of the movie. I th- the thing is, like, there's very little in this movie that I think that I actually disliked. How come the bees can't talk? How come the insects <laughs> and the birds can never talk in these movies? The well, elephants you know, don't talk brains. either. And neither yeah, can some true. of the monkeys. That's true. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think the elephants yeah. can talk. They choose not to. We're just tearing this apart, or, you guys. Wait, I know. I, I'm getting around. They do the, have that one moment the with the I'm little creature I don't, that steals his fruit. I don't remember what animal it is where he asks them what language do you speak so maybe he just doesn't speak all the animal that'd be a cool question he says do you have a language which seems very insulting Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. It's like, hey, Maybe bro, that's why. That's yeah. totally why they stole his fruit. Yeah. Do you have a language? Fuck you! I have a language. I'm stealing your food. <laughs> Stop assuming I'm stupid. So here, I'll talk about the good thing in this movie, or at least the really good thing. The main reason that Shere Khan hates Mowgli and Mowgli's dad is because they bring fire into the forest. Right. So he hates man because man has the potentiality of destroying the forest. And then to fight Shere Khan, he goes and gets fire and destroys a big part of the forest, <laughs> therefore proving Shere Khan right. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet, self-fulfilling prophecy. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's a really awesome thing, especially when a kid's movie, like, that's, it's a great moment of wait. So, he was kind of right. Yeah. yeah. It's like if Leica had made this movie, it would have been amazing, the yeah. story part points. Well, they would have had more around it to get to that awesome story part. That too. Yeah. But it's just like, 
that's a really cool in-depth like debate question to have with kids Absolutely. who was right Shere yeah. Khan wasn't the villain here like I feel like no he was, he was really just he was I mean he definitely he was one of those um he's the the mean guy that you don't really like mm-hmm. so when he says something that makes sense you don't want to listen to him. He's yeah. like the cop in a movie about outlaws. It's like, yeah. no, he's doing the right thing, but yeah. he's being a dick about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I really he's like that. He's crying wolf at the wolves. <laughs> hmm. And don't get me wrong, he's definitely the bad guy. He he kills, sure. uh, I'm forgetting the other wolf's name now. Um, Akila. Akila, thank yeah. you. Akila. Yeah, and he kill, and I love that sequence. He fucking destroys oh, that him. Wild. That was my favorite, that was my favorite part it of the movie. It doesn't really yeah. destroy him. Awesome. What? <laughs> it's like, holy like, shit. Like, maybe he survived. Like, maybe, like, <laughs> like totally no. totally nothing to that wolf. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was no you fight there. You are not a threat. <laughs> One bite in. Huck. He just came up and just, like, sat down and started talking to him. Let him oh, all yeah. gather around. I'm just like, okay, I'm, this is my rock now. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> such a great scene. It's, like, so intimidating. And then he just lies down with his back to him. Like, oh, man, he does not give a shit about you. Yeah. It's such an awesome scene. And that's why like that's why I don't think I can actually say I dislike the movie because there's so many scenes in it that I think worked. Yeah. And then there's just a lot of other things that are kind of like He was scary. Like, yeah, he was. He was, <laughs> he was intimidating, he was scary. I liked the scar on his face. Um I liked everything about it. Like all of that was great. And I liked all like the callbacks to Lion King. There's a ton of that in there. Like mm-hmm. the wilderbeast like oh, through the, right. the trail. The part, oh, that, that the, when he fell scene. down yeah. into the well, he jumped down into it and then the wilderbeast came down. Like that was the most intense moment for me. That was mm-hmm. awesome. The whole, like, he's going to get trampled. And I like the way that he deals with it when he jumps onto the one. Like, this is all just, like, cool. Like, it's just, like, it's a fun action movie, especially. And I love giving kids fun action movies that have legit stakes in them. Like, death of two parents. He double orphans in this movie. Well, you never see his mom die. His dad actually died. Shere Khan killed him. And then Shere Khan killed his second dad. Yeah. Just killing dads. Yeah. Classic Disney. Yep. (laughs) Disney loves orphans. They really do. Like, <laughs> they wouldn't have all their money if it wasn't for the orphans. It's there's a good reason for it. Like that, that sets the audience, the little boy audience, off on like his own little journey. Yeah. Like, oh, parents. And that's are not just Disney. Oh, I Disney. It's still funny. Though. A lot of people do it. Yeah. It's how you. It's well, how you set the kid off Disney, on a journey. It's Disney how you loves explain that they can so do this much. Stuff. It buys the franchises that also deal with orphans. I can't uh, argue with that. Uh, no. but every franchise deals with orphans. Not every. Fast and Furious doesn't deal with orphans. Mm. They have to be each other's parents. <laughs> Their family sure. through the uh, race. I don't think Dominic Toretto's dad dies in a car accident, and that's what leads him into his life of building Damn cars. Orphan. Orphan. Is that true? Orphan. Yeah, they I never, remember that. That's amazing. They never, they never once talk about his mother, so we don't know. Maybe she's just hanging out. Doesn't somewhere. matter. The dad dies, yeah, and that's why he becomes a car really guy. It's a really popular catalyst for the, adventures, or the hero's journey. Uh, yeah. They need another one. That's, that's uh, how so you... I'm so happy I was able to use my Fast and Furious I don't, knowledge. Yeah. I, I don't. It's how you set a young person off on Resident a journey Evil? alone. You kill their parents. Did they ever talk about Alice's parents? Did no. they take her from her parents and no, like? No, she, she was her? a she was working Jungle for them. Book. We're here to talk about Jungle Sorry, Book. I'm just trying to. Uh, let's go. Like, what what did people, Marcus? What did you like the most about the movie beyond that one scene? Like, what what worked for you in this? What worked for this in me was I. The first movie, I don't know why, the first time I saw the first Jungle Book, I always felt like they rushed through the entire movie, mm-hmm. and I feel like they kind of took a little bit more time with this. I mean, it still kind of goes really quickly for yeah. not a whole lot happening. Like, I don't know how big this jungle is. Okay, it but looks I feel really like, small. You know that was actually I mean? one of my problems with it, because it ta- he, he takes days to saying. go one yeah. direction, and then when he wants to run back with the torch, he's he gets there. one night. He's there. I'm oh, like, it's like how, Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to me. Like, how, how big is the jungle? I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't just 
go live with the humans for a little bit and then grow up and then come back and fight Shere Khan. Like, think, yeah. like Mowgli, I'm not sure how bright Mowgli was not to the point where you're trying to get like the honeycomb, the bees are stinging him. Like, dude, do you not realize <laughs> the, the, the risk that you're in? He's just like, I'm going to show you. He's, He's like, got his leaves on. <laughs> to protect him. <laughs> not over his legs. His legs are going to get uh, fucked up. No. <laughs> then I mean, he was raised by wolves. He's no so, Iron yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, He's no Iron Man. <laughs> I'm building a suit. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. He um, just kicks through a tree. <laughs> and he asked me what worked. I just insult the film some more. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so not much. It's, it's one right. of those films that you can really enjoy, but has a lot of problems. Yeah. Like Jurassic Park. It does. And that, that's where I, I mean, to the namesake of our show, where I really like talking about this after that hype machine has died down. Because I, I think this was something where a lot of people came at it with this rose colored glass of, Everyone's telling me how great this thing is. It's making almost a billion dollars. It's got to be fantastic. But if you look at it just like at the sum of its parts, there are parts that really, really work. And then there's the rest of it. And it's not the rest of it is bad. It's just that it's not particularly engaging or that great. And then you have moments like you keep bringing up Christopher Walken. Like that whole sequence is a ton of fun. Yeah. The song could not be more forced. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I was really into that entire sequence. I liked the menacing. The callback to fucking. I'm not forgetting the name of the movie. War movie. Best war movie. One of the best war movies ever. Uh, oh. Apocalypse Saving Now. Apocalypse Private. Now. Right. Apocalypse Now. Yeah, they definitely... <laughs> yeah. I love how, like, he views his stuff as treasure, but it's really just... It's, ju- it's just junk from the humans that yeah, they and, left. And a cowbell? Yeah. And, oh, gosh. The cowbell. Uh, so good. Uh, I, I love it. He had a hankered for more cowbell. Yeah. <laughs> and that entire... Nice it was a great sequence, yeah. and I was really kind of enthralled for a little bit. And then they tried to bring the song in and the song is supposed to be so like fun and exciting that you're like oh he's gonna he's manipulating Mowgli he's gonna get him to do it mm-hmm. in the original but in this one it just felt intensely out of place I don't even know why they did it doing it as an end sequence to yeah. the movie oh, that was, cool. was in great the credits, in the credits, that yeah. was really good yeah. why did you put it in the actual movie like it just it I was, didn't feel right at all I was on board with it when he was speaking the lyrics then he yeah. tried because it felt like he was trying to fuck sing, with him. And I'm like, I kind of like sing. this. Yeah. And then it oh, just yes, full And then it gets really dark and twisted. And then the cheery music starts coming in. It's like, wait, what the fuck is going but on? The, but the visuals are still dark. He's still glaring at him the whole time he's doing it. He was kind of he was kinda he was kind of scary too. Like, yeah. Definitely. He was definitely I mean, definitely the likeness of Christopher Walkins was kind of like, oh, that's kind of freaky. But like when he got up out of his chair, like, oh, like yeah. and he finally like finally stood up and like everything just like shook and then he came yeah. out of the And does that huge roar? Yeah. And, like everyone's just like, holy like, oh, shit. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> We need to go. He is pissed. I really I, liked how oversized they made him. Yeah. He was intimidating. Yeah. And that's like, what I, I liked it when Baloo comes in. Baloo's like the you are enormous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how all the little monkeys are trying to stop Baloo and he's just like <laughs> just <laughs> kind of wiggling. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah this is yeah, you're definitely going to push me out of here. I was really proud of Baloo against Shere Khan. Like he he started that. Oh off. yeah, yeah. He like he was he was kicking his ass a little bit too. You know, dude. Yeah, you know, I had him on good bear side yeah. the whole time in bear a real fight. Tiger, who wins? It, yeah, in a real <laughs> a fight, fight, I think a bear would win just because he weighs more than a tiger. That's one of those fights we would never see in real life, right? Like those animals are in different continents. I'm sure someone did it in a really terrible circus at some point in history. Oh, we gotta find that video. Yeah, it's got to be on YouTube. No. First loft there, he's really kind of oversized though. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, all the animal sizes are kind of all over the place yeah. yeah i think it kind of works the fact that it's there's true. only one of each type of animal like mm-hmm. yeah 
Like when you get it's to a the weird fort. I mean, it's yeah. a real jungle. jungle. Yeah. It's a really weird magical <laughs> jungle when, for sure. When they all go to the How watering hole and there's only one of <laughs> each type of oh, they don't they only have the two types of cats. There's not even any lions in this movie. This okay. So to this, I'm the weird this in, magical jungle. I'm, I'm gonna plant this <laughs> in history. This was right after Noah's Ark. He only had two of each, and they like were kind of slowly reproducing. Oh, there you go. Slowly. Yeah, so the lions are just off banging somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By Pride Rock. Yeah. Maybe that's what the sequel is going to have. A Lion King crossover. They haven't that's done a live bad. action Lion King I, yet. I'd watch the shit out of that. Me too. That sounds actually pretty good. Yeah. Or it's just going to be lion porn. I'd also watch the shit out of that. There's no person in a live action Lion King movie though. Well, that's where Mowgli comes in. Yeah. It's a crossover. <gasps> You're right. It brings the people that's in. That's great. Hopefully Scar will kill Mowgli. It'll be oh, hopefully Darth Mad Cub. Hopefully Darth Vader's in it too. They got the both rights now. <laughs> That's another, yeah. Did he have a scar in the first movie? I don't, remember. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think remember so. that. Yeah. No, like, there's a lot of like lionish, kingish, like with like the villain has like a yeah. scar. Wasn't on his face, that like, how they? Wasn't that like how they knew that he had been fought by the Mowgli's family? Though is that he yeah, had a burn or a scar or something? Well, yeah, it's his face is a reminder of what man can do. Mm-hmm. I think that Fire. was in the first. But movie. But honestly, when they do the, the the callback, I'm like, well, man was defending himself. You kind of got that yeah, scar because you just went into the the cave and was a dick. Yeah. <sighs> Why are cats always, always the bad guy? I don't know. Unless you're watching the there, Aristocats. Well, no, I I do know because if you've ever owned a cat and a dog, you know exactly why the cat's the villain. Because hey. <laughs> cats suck. You sounded offended, like you are a cat. <laughs> hey. I love cats. I resemble that remark. <laughs> I resemble. <laughs> I think that's a classic uh, uh, Three Stooges. Uh, I'm trying to think of, you know, the one thing that everybody caught, walked away from this thing saying that it really worked, and I can't argue with this one too much, is Baloo. Bill Murray as Baloo, I think, was a pretty good cast. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah I agree. Like, I, I can't really. No, argue. I love all the voice acting, except Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson seemed a little, little forced. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson was I, doing sexy it's really bedroom just, voice the whole time. It's really rough because I John love. John Favreau loves Scarlett Johansson. So I if do he makes too. a movie, she'll be in it. That's but she's about. terrible yeah. for the roles he puts her in. She sh- was no. terrible for the Black Widow. I'm sorry. No. Really? You. <laughs> I thought we agreed on that. I've never liked her as black. She grew into the part. Yeah. Yeah. The well, yeah. No. At the very, they yeah. wrote her terribly at the beginning. Yeah. They, but they, she, she was still, all about her tits and ass in the beginning, and yeah. now they actually made yeah. her a good character. Yeah. They they evolved her into Black Widow yeah. and made it work. But like, the, no, I agree with you. I, although I thought she was good in Chef, but it was still just like, why would she be your maitre d? Right. Like it's, and then of course you have to bang her. The, the, I'm never going to stop laughing about that. <laughs> She's fantastic in Ghost World. She's really great in a lot her, of things. You have to go all the way back to her first role. It's not her first role. <laughs> it, well, the one, one that everyone early. noticed. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is one that lit her into the stratosphere. No, um, she's great in a lot of movies. No, and I, I don't think she was bad in this, but I agree she felt a little forced. Mm-hmm. Beyond and, her voice, I liked the representation of the snake. Yeah, I, I actually loved yeah. how Huge big the snake was. Horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I loved the way they, they, they didn't did the overemphasize yep. the eyes where it was more subtle, like, like she's actually sneaky. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What was Baloo doing? <laughs> Why was Baloo in the jungle? Why was he there? How was he able to save Mowgli at that? You know, I don't. And then the whole rest of the movie, he's not, I mean, I'm just criticizing where, whatever, whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's a good question of yeah. how the hell did he find him in that one point? Yeah. yeah. And, and there's also the issue of, so if this giant ass snake has a choice between big bear and kind of little boy, what's the, 
one's a much better meal. Yeah, but one will not defend <laughs> yeah. itself. That's why she was almost able to eat it. Yeah. yeah she just toying with him, you know. Yeah. Showed him his past real quick. It's a good way to keep him distracted long enough. Yeah. I guess we needed the exposition. Yeah. It's the only somewhat natural way to get in there. Why she knew it, I don't know. Unless she's a mind reader or pet. Time traveler? Ooh, yeah, time traveler. That's it. Time travel snake. That's, that's definitely it. There's a show, Disney. Do it. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't know why Baloo showed up at that one point, but I think it worked. Well, like, I, I really, it wasn't one of those things where, like, I questioned it for all of half a second because yeah. then we get into the blue stuff and then it's fun again. So yeah. I'm like, ah, whatever. And I love the whole sequence where he convinced him to climb the rock. Like, yeah. all that was funny. Like, Bill Murray was great in <laughs> Man this club. Yeah. <laughs> do you think? I don't know. I didn't do any research in the production. Was anybody on set? interacting with the kid from off screen i mean everything i've seen no like the it, there's a lot of there's a lot of puppeteers and then during the whole uh like i know the water sequence um where they're singing um bear, bear necessities. necessities yeah john favre is in the water with him pretending to be the bear that's cool um so i i bet he was doing a lot of lines i bet yeah i i'd, I'd guess that john favre read most of the lines with yeah him. but and, it's got to be really rough for him to not have anybody to interact with and then yeah i, I don't mean, know he did a great job the they, kid was fantastic really good how, really really good how I mean, old is he uh, I don't know. He's terrible. He's done on the Wikipedia page yet, so he is the right age for the part of Mowgli. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the better parts of the movie for me, even though some of his lines were over delivered, like Marcos was saying earlier. Yeah, he's yeah, really but good. You, it's that grain of salt of like, yeah, but he's working with nothing. He's yeah. working with a bunch of people in blue leotards yeah. and puppet heads. Like mm-hmm. that's amazing. We saw well-seasoned actors do the same thing in The Hobbit, and they fucking failed. Uh-huh. Whereas this kid was great. I read so, they they gave him parkour training too, like before oh yeah. the movie, just because he had to do scenes. like the branches. And oh, stuff that's great! And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the kid was he was really good, really good. I'll be interested to see what he's like when he has other people around. Yeah, because um, I'm sure he'll get another part in something that's not just Jungle Book two. But mm-hmm. I'm interested because I I was the, I had to watch it twice for reasons, um, but I watched it once on Thursday, then once on, last night. And the first time I watched, I'm like, I don't like this kid at all. And mm-hmm. the second time, I'm like, no, I was wrong. This kid's good. Mm-hmm. He he's doing so much with literally nothing. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. The interesting part for me, uh, I know they did it to set up a sequel in more of the veins of how they could keep it fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way they changed the ending, because you know, at the oh, original yeah. storyline is him, you know, becoming a man, seeing a girl in the village, and you know. Zing I'm gonna bang puberty. that girl. Mm-hmm. It's a red uh, flower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was the red flower. Uh, he could smell it. And oh, God. Uh, too far. Pu- <laughs> too far. <laughs> puberty. Uh, but they cut that out and they made it you know, much more open to a direct sequel of him just still living with his friends in the forest. But it's And they gave us that last shot. That last oh, shot cool. of the three of them in the tree was awesome. It was. Cool. But also when he went to the town... And he walks up, and the fire that they have going on is like bigger than a Burning Man fire. Like, no, it's like how the is this... immediate after the statue just fell down, Burning Man. Like, fire. this looks dangerous. <laughs> like, I could see that they definitely wanted to make it feel dangerous because that's what the red flower is supposed to signify be a be, to be. Yeah, but it just felt that was a little extreme for me because I'm watching the silhouettes of these people, and I'm like, they should all be dying right now. Like, this is weird. <laughs> 
I and missed that. That was one of the scenes where I was looking at the porn. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but then I came right back and he yeah. ran to the jungle. Like, and it was I didn't nice. anything. And then it was it was amusing that they didn't even have him actually go into the town. They never once have him actually interact with another yeah, person. Yeah, that was weird. He happens to have a torch just right there and easy for him to grab and run away with. <laughs> I, I kind of wonder if there was an extra beat in there. Like, did he did the girl show up in that sequence? Yeah, was there a cut like, out was thing? there something that was cut out? You would think him knowing what's at stake that he would have been more careful running through the forest as to not light it all on fire. I don't, he's <laughs> on just, he had no idea what embers were. He's never dealt <laughs> yeah, with fire at all. It's very true. But like I've seen, like I was reading a lot of articles about this the night after I watched it the first time where mm-hmm. apparently a lot of people loved it and then went, wait, he fucking, like who knows how many animals he killed when he lit oh, a, a whole huge bunch. chunk right. of it on fire. And then he fucking murders Shao Kahn. Like it's a, it's kind he, of a, doesn't he murder Shao Kahn in the original Shao Kahn? Shao Mortal Kombat. Shao Kahn. Share Khan. Share Khan. Um, Share like disco and Khan like Cher. Mortal Kombat. Believe in life. <laughs> um, Secretly, he's got many wigs in his own personal cave where he hangs out. That's why he's so angry because he can't truly be himself. Right. Now they're burned out. <laughs> but it's kind of a weird thing that we're just like, yeah, way to go, Mowgli. Yeah, you killed the shit out of that tiger and who knows what other animals. But don't worry about those other animals. It should have been really a lot more of an exploration of the power of fire and the power of man's intelligence. And like that's where the movie wanted to go and it didn't. Yeah, it it felt like they came up with some really good ideas and then neutered itself. If anything, just just listen to the elephants. Follow the elephants. That's like what I kind of got. Like whatever elephants are doing. I wanted to hang out with the elephants. they They were... like you said, I think yeah. they could talk, and they just yeah. were oh, so man. wise that they yeah. just chose just not like, to. That, I'm not going to talk. For sure, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the best animated moments in the film. Was when they're they're traveling, oh, and the then out of up. the mist yeah. comes the, ele- the elephants. Like they literally were like gods. Yeah. They were mystical and mysterious and quiet, and that was a beautifully animated moment. Mm-hmm. That might be my favorite animated moment of the movie. Mine's the kid with the wolf. Yeah, when he's saying goodbye, it's beautiful. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. Uh. All right, so the one last thing I want to mention here before we move into quotes, uh, I, I want to talk about whether or not we think this will succeed with what the original has done. Lasting appeal. So th- the original Jungle Book came out in the 60s, and we're still talking about it today. That's why it's still getting remakes. And even if it didn't have the remakes, kids will still see it. People will still show their kids the Jungle Book. Do we, as around the table, think this movie will have even remotely that lasting appeal? It will. I don't think it should. <laughs> you know, that's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. Yeah, it will. But I'm not sure. Well, honestly, I think I'd still have more fun showing them the animated one. Yeah, I am gonna say no. I think that we're li- we're actually living in like a weird growth period right now. Um, I think a lot of movies from the 40s through the 70s will always have like the whole first uh, uh, appeal to them, like Star Wars. The A New Hope was so innovative for its time and it like spoke right. to so many people as a kid that it will ha- always have that lasting appeal. Our generations will always show it to our kids, but I don't know if the same is true of like The Force Awakens. Um, right. And I think but it's hard to, to wrap our heads around now, but I think in 10 years, the effects that we're capable of are going to blow this movie out of the water. Like, yeah the technology is going to grow and it's going to be seamless and flawless at some point. And I just, I think it's there, there's something to it where I think I like the movies like this, like uh, that we've talked about recently where they're doing kids movies where they don't talk down to kids, where they yeah. talk to kids. And I think that's what this movie does really well. But at that same time, kind of like as what you were saying, I think with the fact that 10 years from now, this movie is going to look 
100% animated. There will not be right. like, oh, that it was like, oh, that looked real at the time. We'll, it'll be, but it doesn't anymore. Like, I remember being, I still, to this day, remember being totally blown away by the graphics in the first Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, <laughs> and look but, at that today. Exactly. So I'm not sure. I, I, I might agree with Marcus where it might have the lasting appeal because it made almost a billion dollars. Yeah. Everybody yeah. saw it. Yeah. And it might stick around, but I don't, I agree. I don't think it should. So if it does, I don't think it was necessarily earned. And I don't mean that to sound as rude as it does, because it is a very well-made movie. And the people who made this thing knocked it out of the park. They did a great job. Right. But they did a great job making something that I think is very time-stamped in 2016. Right. And in 2026, will I want to watch it as much? I don't know. Maybe. But I think it's kind of tough, even after the hype where we are now, to predict how much longer, how much longevity a movie like this has. Because if Avatar is any, like meter to judge it off of then no because no. no one really cares about avatar anymore right. there's n- not even action figures or toys you, to buy. you still reference it i love how that's the the barometer it's like are there toys that people are loving but is there but anything that I mean, anyone is there, will is there consume are they anything? consuming no, it right, no. right it's these these stories and franchises that will live on that w- are important and th- you know we're talking about it being set up for a sequel but there is not a lot of setup in this for them to pay off later. They're just going to make a sequel. Like, All they did was just leave the door open. make another if billion they, dollars. Yeah, 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 thing, yeah of course. What if they made the sequel where it deals with another lost boy and a, t- a lion where they do it with Life of Pi? Like, Mowgli goes to the ocean, and then suddenly here comes a boat with the boy. And, and it'll be like, they, no, all, they already like, did Life of Pi. I know, but they just they merge the two universes. <laughs> I'm totally on board with all this, though. The, the, the topic Less at, Life of Pi, because I fucking hated them. The movie. topic at hand is, will what this have the last thing? What we're learning here is Ryan doesn't want to play. <laughs> Sorry, Brian asked a question. I did. Whatever. <laughs> Ryan doesn't want to play, and Chu doesn't want to answer questions. What was your question? <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. Will it have a lasting effect? Oh, and I, I already could, answered that. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't no. think so. And if it does, I agree with him. It probably shouldn't. Right. It's kind of like... I think there's better movies out there that speak to kids yeah. better. Like other Leica than, movies. That yeah. Other than animated things that are similar to this, like the movie The Artist that everyone had a huge boner for. Uh, like, what was this? Three, three years ago. And no Academy one cares <laughs> anymore. They right. thought it was the most amazing piece of art to come out in generations. Because we're at a point now where people want movies that are part of a larger whole. A movie cannot stand alone on its own two legs now for very long. Or it, unless, it's unless it's actually it's something amazing, amazing. Yeah. and I don't think the artist like, actually really was really amazing. Yeah. Like what? Well, I don't know. Name a movie that stands on its own in the last four years. That like not from this year, but from up to four years ago. That isn't part of a greater franchise that you loved and you think will have a lasting effect. The Witch. animated, oh, not CD this last any. year. Any? I like dope. I still haven't seen dope. Uh, it's dope. <laughs> 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 but like, we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. movies like. We're going to talk about Civil War because it's going to play right into movies that are coming out for the next 10 years. Yeah. And we're going to talk about The Force Awakens because it's part of it, this bigger franchise. Honestly, the one that I can give you that I will... There's two. Babadook, Ex Machina. I was thinking Ex Machina but too. But those were all in the last year. Or He said Babadook. somewhere in the last four years. Yeah, I meant like excluding yeah. 2016, which you did. Yeah. Babadook mm-hmm. and Ex Machina are the two that will like... I still rewatch as avidly as i do movies from the 70s i'm mm-hmm. just drawing a blank on all movie titles right now yes. <laughs> um well personally for it follows might the have fifth a fifth element effect. that's really good the fifth element stands fifth out element. on its own yep. quite a bit that's true uh, that's phenomenal it's a really good one unless you have another one locked and loaded we need to move into quotes i'm just i'm thinking of my favorite films right now secretary I mean, the, the other thing that 
you're going to do is like you're going to have directors. So obviously Tarantino movies are going to be talked about even though they're not. They are kind of part of this larger mythology of Tarantino movies. And same they with are like and they aren't, yeah. David Fincher movies. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson movies. Like yeah. they'll stand alone, but like. They stand alone, but also together. John Favreau doesn't have that power. Uh, unfortunately, he's a great director and I like his movies, but he doesn't have uh, a I, tone that he plays into every time. No, and I honestly think his best movie is Chef. I, I keep taking yeah. digs at it because of him writing his own part to fuck well, Scarlett Johansson. To, but, for that type uh, of movie, that's a movie that definitely doesn't have much stakes and very little plot. But, but it's, it's a great movie. So goddamn enjoyable. Yeah. It yeah. is just a well written, it's a good time just watching that movie. Fucking great. Uh huh. Um, all right, we're going to move into quotes. Quotes, 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 uh, quotes. Uh, Marcus, do you have one locked and loaded you're ready to say? Yeah, there was like, it wasn't a ridiculously quotation movie, but the no. one scene when, I mean, when uh, Shere Khan killed Akila, and after he did that, and he just looked at all the freaking wolf, and he was like, you know, we tried reason, you didn't listen, so now you'll know fear. I was like, whoa. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, whoa. We this didn't really talk much business. about poor Idris Elba in this part, but he was he was good. He was yeah. good. He was good. Um, Idris Elba, who should be James Bond, and I wish people would stop right. arguing oh, about would, that. I would take him or Thomas Hiddleston. My quote uh, I picked up because it is totally just there for the adults um, with sick sense of humor, and it fucking killed me, and that's <laughs> when he picks up the little pig who just got covered in honey, and he starts licking the honey off the pig. <laughs> Baloo is licking the honey off uh-huh. the pig, and the pig's like, oink, 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 oink. Oh yeah, exfoliate <laughs> me. <laughs> so dirty. So dirty. It's great. I liked oh, it when Baloo got political, like in like true like surfer dude style, where uh, Mowgli is saying the you know his whole like spiel, and he's like, "The strength of the, the wolf is the pack." And then Baloo goes, "Kid, that's not a song. Yeah. That's propaganda." <laughs> <laughs> What's propaganda? Yeah. So all of Bill Murray's lines are almost quotable. Yeah. This whole hibernation thing, that was a good one, <laughs> Ryan. So I hit up uh, RottenTomatoes.com uh, to look at the Jungle Book quotes. And I don't remember what part of the movie this this comes at, but it, it just really stands out to me in this list of quotes on official RottenTomatoes.com. It's when um, Shere Khan goes, Suck my dick, Mowgli! <laughs> <laughs> this is actually listed as a quote on RottenTomatoes.com. I'm not sure. Is I, I think that one's wrong. Um, I I, can just anybody add quotes? I, I Wait, would this guess. wasn't this wasn't in the movie. This is why I don't go to Rotten that was Tomatoes. In the porn I was watching. It was <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone was listening to your uh, viewing yeah, to make this list go. of quotes. The adaptation. Yeah. Yeah, the adaptation. Gotcha. You have just very loudly on our podcast <laughs> stated another reason why I never go to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh gosh, Rotten Tomatoes! It's all in caps lock, dude. <laughs> of Suck course, my it is. dick, Mo. <laughs> Jungle Book XXX. Uh, oh boy. Uh, all right. So the review system for today, I think, will be easy, but I'm usually wrong about that. We're going with movies with talking animals. Uh, I'm going to go with a never ending story. Um, hey, go, go let ahead. Let me finish. <laughs> so the never ending story is a movie that came out a long time ago that people, for some reason, have a whole bunch of love for. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't deserve that love. I'm just saying I don't necessarily buy into it. I think it was fine. I think it did what it had to do, what it had to do, and people enjoyed it for what it was. I don't necessarily agree with them, but I can see the merits and why people love it so much. Just like the Jungle Book. Okay. It's the first movie you and I ever saw together with guinea pigs. That that's G-Force. Okay, G-Force. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, a movie about animated guinea pigs that solve crimes and have an international organization of spies or something. I forgot exactly yeah. what it was. How does that relate to the Jungle Book? Uh, it is a very like surprisingly well animated movie. It, I'll give you that. Like, damn, did they do these like guinea pigs in little tubes with their headsets really well and you love it. Um, you lost me at the And it, it has a lot of, it's not a great movie at a whole by any means. <laughs> it's not. Uh, but it's got a lot of great moments, and you genuinely care about the animals. You want them to win. Yep. And it's really <laughs> cute, and it's not going to stand the test of time. No, people have already forgotten no, it's a thing. Yeah, people forgot it was ever a thing, but I'll remember it because it's a movie about guinea pigs who solve international crime. What was the movie? Was Babe? That was a movie, right? Yeah. With the yeah. little pig. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. That's a really good one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you like that, you would like you would dig this i don't even know why but i just feel like that they somehow they share like, was babe an orphan did like babe's parent get Aren't all pigs he was the rent, yeah, that, he was the the rent to the litter yeah. they had yeah. a rent yeah. in the jungle book his parents sure got baconed yeah they talked <laughs> about eating their their rent in the jungle books they actually did. and yeah. they talk about eating babe a lot in that movie too. yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go with um look who's talking now because it's wholly unnecessary <laughs> I love Look Who's Talking I Now. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. The dogs fight wolves in that movie. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> bad, but it was unnecessary. Fair enough. All right, so we're going to do our final round of plugs here, and then we're going to come back for the answer to this very important question. What live-action Disney movie do you want them to make next? But Marcus, who has said he's a huge Disney fan, should have something locked and loaded. Uh, okay, so here, plugs really quick. We can do After the Hype on Facebook or at uh, and Twitter, ATH underscore podcast. Everywhere else on the internet, at ATH podcast. Uh, just while the podcast, don't bother following me because I'm boring as hell on the internet. Marcus? Okay, uh, Gibbums, uh, G-I-B-B-U-M-S on Instagram and Twitter. And check uh, you out at uh, the Ice House. Right? Ice House, come to the Ice House. I'll be there. Cool. And then uh, Ryan at Audio Adventures, right? Yeah. Uh, and Chewy. <laughs> don't follow me if you're just going to post naked pictures of yourself. Follow Audio Ventures to post naked pictures of yourself. Yeah, okay. And then Chewy at Chewy9, correct? Chewy9 on most things, but it's all one word spelled out. Perfect. Okay, so the answer to that question, Marcus? Oh, uh, live action Mulan. Dude, totally would love to see Mulan get taken and have that, you know, kind of done up. That's that's something I think you would show your grandkids. Like, no. Yeah, that that might actually be better than the animated movie. Yeah. Depending how they do it. Because I didn't really care for the animated movie, but it can be a really good live action. I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan, so I loved it. I love Eddie Murphy, but. Yeah. But the movie itself, eh. I want them to do like a humorous kind of live action film, you know, because it's all kind of like. The one that I want, uh, I want them, they've already done the movie a number of times as a live action, but they've never done the Disney version of it. And I want them to basically take the Disney musical and make it live action Hercules because it would be fucking awesome. And we wouldn't need the stupid Dwayne the Rock Johnson version, which was boring and awful. And that other guy who did it, which was boring and awful. The guy from Twilight. Yeah. Just make it like the full blown Disney musical, like pop fun, Mm -hmm. awesome movie and bring back uh, James Woods as um, Hades. Yeah, you could still play It would be awesome. I'm telling you that is the movie to make and it would be great. Uh, I have one and a half. Okay. I would love to see them do a live action of Dumbo just because I would like to be able to watch a version of Dumbo that doesn't have terrible racism in it. (laughs) Um, But more so, I would love to see a live action version of Fantasia because I think that would be gorgeous. Man, that'd be tough to do. It would be tough to do. It would cost them an ass load of money, but I would go to it multiple times. I don't know. I think a lot of Disney movies work really well as animation, and I don't know if uh, 
there's a lot that call for live action. Maybe Big Hero Six. Okay. Um, I was gonna say a stop motion Toy Story would be really fun. I'd watch the shit out of. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, live action Toy Story with the same cast. Uh, yeah, that's one of the qualifiers. Tom for Hanks this, actually is that, dressed as Woody. Like I, yeah. I would actually need the voice actors to come back and do it because, like, except for Big Hero Six, they could actually cast that movie. But um, like I was gonna say, T.J. Miller, Lion, a Lion King that's done all CG like this, but there's no humans in it, so there's really no reason to do a live action version of it. Are you upset, Craig? Hated her. Really? We need to say goodbye. We can stop this and argue. Bye. Bye, Whoopi. In the